0: Hello, and welcome to the Occupied podcast. My name is Jack, and I'm one of the hosts of this podcast, and I am coming to you from the future, where we have covered all three seasons of this fantastic TV show. Along the way, we also take a side tour through the other Norwegian show, Nobel, which I think you'll also like, as well as some movies like The Quake, uh, 22 July, and most recently, Max Manus. We are now branching off into our renamed version of the podcast, Pod for Norga, covering all the best Norwegian TV and film has to offer, and we hope you will join us. But for now, enjoy this fantastic TV series. On a quick note, we note that some of the sound quality in the beginning of our first shows is, is a little rough, but I promise it gets better, so thank you for bearing with us. And with that, enjoy a wonderful television series and our, at least, attempt at making a good companion podcast to it. Thanks. Hello, and welcome to the Occupied Podcast, an unofficial podcast discussing the Norwegian television show Occupied. My name is Jack, and on our first recording is joining my close friend Sam. Say hi, Sam. Hi. And my girlfriend Guru.
1: Hi.
0: Say hi, Guru. <laughs> One quick thing, normally I call my girlfriend Norway, and uh, instead of her real name, because I have trouble pronouncing that, but given the subject matter of this podcast, that obviously would be very confusing, so together we're going to try to actually pronounce her using her real name, so... Thanks for that.
2: (laughs) Sure. Good luck.
0: As you can tell from the title of this podcast, this series is going to be discussing the Norwegian television show Occupert, which was released by TV2 in Norway in the fall of 2015 and recently came out on Netflix in January 2016 under the English title Occupied. What we plan to do on this podcast is discuss the show from a multitude of different angles and perspectives, including storytelling, geopolitics, technical execution, and cultural context. The the plan is to record each podcast one at a time, after viewing each episode. I'm sure many people uh, will be binging the show because it's on Netflix and that's how we consume things these days, but the way that we're gonna be doing it on this podcast is just going one at a time without spoiling any future episodes or any information that's come out about the show. Um, With that, I'd like to give a little bit of background from each of us. So again, my name is Jack, and one of the things that I um, approach the show with is uh, an angle on geopolitics. I recently finished my master's degree in international relations and security studies. I like following uh, European issues and and the news. So that's kind of um, the background that I'm bringing to the show. Um, Joining me is my friend Sam. So Sam, you want to give a little introduction about yourself?
1: Sure. Um, I did the same master's program as Jack, speak a little bit of Russian, which will come into play hopefully. I like to think of myself as a TV expert, which is (laughs) definitely a skill that will be useful to me at some point. We'll see. And, yeah, just excited to
2: be here.
0: Great. And uh, also joining us, as I said, is Giro. Um, Giro, what is your... What what will you be bringing to the podcast?
2: I am here because I'm Norwegian, I guess. She's an expert. I'm an expert (laughs) in being Norwegian. Yes, I have... uh, 26 years of experience. Being Norwegian. Being Being Norwegian. Yeah. It's going to be great. Hopefully it'll come in handy.
1: (laughs) And she
0: will be mostly, we'll be using you mostly for pronunciations of places. Actors, names, everything like that. Um, Great. So, before we jump to the episode, let me say, if anyone wants to give us any feedback, you can email us at occupypodcasts at gmail.com. That's all one word, occupiedpodcasts at gmail.com. So, um, as we get into the show, I thought we would first give a little bit of uh, background about the creator of the show or um, how it's been promoted is um, the Norwegian jo-, jo Nesbo. Very good. How do we do? So, uh, Gero, can you explain a little bit about who he is?
2: Sure. So Jo Nesbo is uh, Super famous. He's kind of a renaissance man. He was actually, and I don't know if you even know this, he was a professional soccer player. What? Yeah, he was a professional soccer player, but then he busted his knee when he was 18, Um, so then he went into the military and had a a short military career. Then he formed a band that was super (laughs) successful. Yeah, What was the name of the band? Uh, Didara means... uh, Those guys, or (laughs) them over there. Okay. Um, Then he was a financial analyst at the same time that he had the band. Um, And then someone approached him and said, we would love for you to write a book about, um, you know, life on the road and being in a band and that type of stuff. And he said, sure, I'll write a book, but not at all about that. I want to write a crime novel. So he started uh, writing a crime novel, and he wrote a bunch of them, all featuring this guy named Harry Hole, um, and they're super, super successful. And then, he wrote, <laughs> and then he wrote a TV show.
0: I heard that he um, originally, when he pitched this idea, um, it kind of didn't get, it was hard getting traction on yeah. it, and then Russia um, annexed Crimea. And we're like, <laughs> we were like, okay, okay, okay all right, can we can believe this. this. So, um, all right, thanks for that background. So I figured now we can jump to the show. So we're on episode one, season one, which is titled April, um, so the first thing we see is the title brings that comes up and says that the it says first that the U.S. is self-sufficient in energy. Awesome. Um, <laughs> civil wars have broken out all across the Middle East, and um, which is hampering energy production. Um, Europe is currently going through an energy crisis, and Norway stopped oil because of climate change?
1: Yeah, that was a problem for me. I was like, <laughs> like,
0: I, I was off the like, bat, you're like, nope.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, you want to just buy into those four things, because you want to give the show a shot. Yeah. Um, for me, just due to the effects of climate change, was just really broad. And, I mean, they try to kind of show you what happened, yeah. and, you know, in the credits... Which is uh-huh. basically, it just looks like, it looks like Hurricane Katrina, yeah. but I guess their hurricane is Hurricane Maria. Mm-hmm. And you get a little bit of a background on that, that 600,000 people died. And so, you In know. In a country yeah. of five million. Yeah, I was going to say. 600,000? Yeah, yeah. What? 600 to
2: 700 oh, okay. I think, what they were, yeah, estimating. Wow. And also, yeah. we don't, we don't really have weather. So hurricanes are very rare. Yeah, really? you know, no earthquakes, no volcanoes, no nothing, no tornadoes, nothing like that. So if we have a big storm that kills a bunch of people, so it would be a little bit more plausible. So right it was here. like believable for you is, that well that, a little bit more. Is believable. there
0: currently a Norwegian political party or any kind of movement to actually stop oil production for specifically climate change reasons?
2: So I think. The I think there's one party that, I don't know if they would straight off the bat just stop it, mm-hmm. um, but their main thing is protecting mm-hmm. the environment. Sure. Um, they're called the Environment Party The Greens. Oh, they're called the
0: Environment Party The Greens.
2: Yeah. In one line. In one line. <laughs> the environment party Milieu et oh, right. It just sounds better in Norwegian. It does, yeah. More serious. So
0: the thing that I, and they, they don't explicitly say it in the title, but, um, in the title, but they call it out later. So the U.S. has withdrawn NATO. from NATO.
1: Yeah, it, they <laughs> don't bring that up until the last 10 minutes like, of the episode. So you're watching this episode, <laughs> and you know that, okay, the is going to come into play and whatever, and you're thinking, the calculus is very different in your mind, and then they just randomly say it. They're in the Norwegian sit room, which we should yep, talk about. Yep. But um, they're in the Norwegian sit room, and they're just like, the U.S. has withdrawn from NATO. Where will all be? <laughs> and it's you know it's so stilted. And I wondered why that just wasn't another line in the opening sure. Star wars Warsy credits. Exactly. They, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, I, that's one of the things that I guess we're just gonna have to suck up for, okay, them, yeah. right? the, for the, the first overall episode. possibility because I don't think the U.S. is getting self-sufficient so in energy anytime soon, and who knows about NATO. But so that actually raises another question: Is what year do we think this is actually yeah. set? So it's because it's not today, today. It's, but
2: it's near. It's yeah, something like near
0: future, future so yeah. I, like, I'm thinking this is like 2020 or something like the next
1: Yeah, that's believable to me, yeah. All
0: right, well then let's go into the first actual scene that we see. So it's kind of a cold open um, before the title sequence that we see, we see Jesper Berg, yes. Uh, I I turn I would to ge- I'm turning to Giro on every every pronunciation I do.
2: Close enough. <laughs> we'll uh, call Jesper- that a win. I, I okay. will call him
0: Prime Minister Blue Eyes cuz that's how <laughs> I remember him in my head. <laughs> um, so it's him walking in the snow, which, um, this is from a scene that we're gonna later see, yeah. and then, um, with the blood, blood on the snow, and then cuts to the title sequence. Um, so what did you guys think of the title sequence?
2: I liked it, but, but I'm, I'm biased. <laughs> Why are you biased? Because I'm from there. Yeah. Okay, i right. I'm, I'm was, automatically gonna like it. Was that song
0: ahead. written? Do you think the song, it had to be written for the show. Oh, it's, yeah. It seems a little too on the nose.
2: Oh, black, yeah. so the song black is called gold, Black right. and
0: Gold by Sverthoyem. <laughs>
2: Svertem.
0: So, yes, that thing. Um, so, and yes, yeah, so it's black and gold. They're talking they have the word, it's called black and gold. They're talking about the sea line, the shore, there's pictures of the oil rigs and the word occupied. It's all occupied. Yeah. So I assume
2: They say in the song, you've been occupied. Yeah, it's been yeah. occupied.
0: So, um, I thought it was okay as far as credits go. Um, it sh- I'm assuming those are a bunch of clips that we're going to see later on because it showed mm-hmm. many of the main actors, some protests. You see some shots funeral. of guns, a funeral. You see, and then you see uh, Jesper, actually, that's him in the water, right? Is it? I, that's yeah, I, I missed that. I okay. think it's him carrying somebody, carrying. so oh, I'm sure okay. that this there's going to be maybe some flashback or something. Yeah. The future that we, that we see. So then um, after the credits, we go, we see... We kind of check in with all the the um, characters who I assume are going to be the main um, people for the show. So we see um Jufik. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, so Hans
2: Martin Jufik.
0: Hans Martin Jufik, which we're going to call Jufik. Uh, yeah. Taking out his recycles.
2: Oh, wait, yeah. you see his wife and his, his little cute, girl. Yeah. yeah, she's cute. Um, and that's that just struck me as as very Norwegian that <laughs> to they have to yeah, take out the recyclables. Yeah, recycles.
1: very responsible.
0: <laughs>
2: but they're lucky they they actually get to drop it off you know right outside their house. We had to drive for fifteen minutes to drop off our <gasps> so. did
1: people actually do it then?
2: Oh yes, because
1: oh, it was yes. like a social norm. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's Good impressive. For you guys. That's oh, yeah.
0: nice. Um, and then we also check in on Thomas's house, so they're all having breakfast, and that's where he's where
1: he eating salad out of a tin, that, which strikes really? me as just terribly wonderfully Norwegian. Is that true? Do you no. all just eat salad out of the tin and for no, breakfast? No, all.
2: not at all. Maybe but it's because very it's, healthy. It's because yeah. his wife works at a re- at a restaurant, so it's probably leftovers. Oh, out there. look it's at you see, look thinking at it through. Yeah. Um, and, and
0: Does
1: anybody care about the restaurant subplot? Can no. I just say, like. Mm-hmm. Are we ever going to care about the
0: restaurants subplot? Um, Not to spoil anything. Okay, yeah, so, yeah, you, yeah. so Sam has only seen the first episode, yeah. literally. Mm-hmm. So we actually, Gero and I, wa- have watched to three. So we're not going to talk about it. I mean, they do, obviously, they'll develop right. a, a, yeah. a plot to it. I'm not going to say anything about it. But, um, but yes, yeah, so there there is a plot. It doesn't get dropped. Um, <laughs> but uh, we get a lot of exposition through that, through the TV broadcast, which is very cliche yeah, right, yeah, to, yeah. to give the information. So that's when we hear about oh, Hurricane... Right.
2: Maria, Maria. Yeah.
0: and that, um, how the Greens, the, can I say the Greens? That's the political party? Why not? Environmental well, Sure, party.
2: yeah. They yeah. Came, yeah. came to
0: party, uh, came to power, excuse me, through, through that, and um, have now taken control. So the, um, so Thomas, it's, so it's Thomas and his wife's name is?
1: Is it Benta?
0: Benta? Have
1: we, have yeah. we done with that? Okay.
0: <laughs> I hope no one from Norway is listening. Is listening, to, like, what are these freaking
1: like, Americans? Screaming yeah. screaming
0: at it. Um, so they, and they have they have two kids. One of them's not.
2: One of them's the, his the, the from son, previous cause relationship. Because they were talking about going to Mars. Oh, okay. So that's that's what I got. It's yeah. Mm-hmm. I I wondered what. The but the very was. very very mm-hmm. blonde girl mm-hmm. with the little pigtails with the pigtails yes. is theirs. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
0: And um and then we also check in at the quote government office, which I liked <laughs> that title on it. It was great. Yeah.
2: Can I just
1: say, do does this look like Norway now? Just yes. these buildings, so like just kind of antiseptic, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, maybe sort of pretty <laughs> in a weird way. Ikea. like
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Clean, it's a big, it's sca- a big Ikea, the whole thing. So what yeah. did
0: you think of, because that, built the, the office that they listed as the government office, they did some good, um, um, like CGI uh, work because they make it look like that building is directly across from the Opera House in downtown Oslo. Um,
2: oh, I didn't.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but, um, that's not actually, it doesn't, really exist as a government building right there. I actually okay. looked it up. That is the Statoil headquarters. It's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So is, wow. it in, is it in... It's in Oslo. It's, that's where... I mean, the whole show, I assume, is, is shot there, and they're they're shooting on location. Oh. But the Statoil building in,
2: in, in Oslo. Oslo. Statoil
0: is the Norwegian... It's a government-run oil. No. Oh.
2: Uh, the government owns 51% of the shares, okay. I think. Okay. Okay. Uh, but it's our biggest it's oil company. company. Um, but it's privately run.
0: Mm-hmm. So we, we check in there, and that's where we see um, uh, the the prime minister uh, getting ready to leave. So he goes out um, to the helicopter where he's leaving out to the, the thorium thorium the
1: thorium uh, plant because uh, well, he he mentions Thor the Thor, yes. hammer yeah
0: <laughs> which is a real thing so. okay and uh, so they they arrive at the power station. We have a nice shot uh, establishing shot of the of the station um, out in the middle of a fjord.
2: Oh, it's so pretty, isn't it? Maybe
0: you want to go hiking. And um, so first we see and then we also see Thomas um, who's going there to report on the issue. Oh uh, we also saw so Uvic is um, on the helicopter with the Prime minister. Yeah. And they have a brief little exchange about the skiing. That so makes
1: it clear that he's his bodyguard, too. Oh, yeah. He's part of that point, right? So he's all like,
0: I guess he's... Because like, he says,
1: I can't run in front of you. I think yeah. that's what they're yeah. establishing, yeah.
0: And they have to keep a certain distance. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah. Because I remember Giro was pointing out something about how, like, Obama likes to go out and play basketball, but this is the most Norwegian thing ever. Is the prime minister out skiing? I don't know if it's
1: skiing. Oh, this... It might be running. I think they were saying running up a hill. I mean, oh, I assumed you up the it was. That, yeah. that was my, <laughs> assumed they were my skiing? I
0: assumed was. They were, they were well.
1: skiing through <laughs> those mountains. Beautiful scenery, too. Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah it was very pretty. And
0: um, so, so they get to the power station, yeah. um, and Thomas has some trouble first uh, getting in there, and they, that's more an excuse to kind of explain, I think, his relation.
1: That he's close with this prime minister. Them, that he was...
0: Uh, politically, because yeah. I think he says a, they were a mouthpiece to them. Yeah, that he yeah.
2: was... He, yeah.
0: So Thomas works for a paper called New the Time, New Time. Right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. which is a real newspaper. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The party that the prime minister is with, I I don't think that's a real party.
0: Oh, okay. Oh. But the paper is there. Is but there. the paper is and yeah. Does that have like a political leaning?
2: Eh, left. I presume yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, right, yeah. So
0: okay, so like kind of like I don't know what's a left-leaning paper. The, the New York Times, right? That's
2: isn't all media uh, in America.
0: Uh, <laughs> all. all left. I'm not getting into that um so there uh the prime minister um makes a uh, gives a speech about how they are abandoning oil production and in, in favor of trying to push this clean energy through through thorium which causes a um kind of a big up- uproar a lot that's a lot of the um the, the media they immediately are, are leaving the speech early to i assume report on it that's
1: and Thomas is just sitting there does. smiling Yeah. yeah. Because I guess um, one of the, you know, in the, when they have the BBC on to teach us about what's happened mm-hmm. in the past few months, which, I mean, hopefully won't be something they rely on as much now that
0: I it's know. kind of been established. I think it's such an, it's, TV shows always do that. Yeah, I mean, it, at least
1: it looked like the BBC. You know, it, it wasn't did, like yeah. where they changed no, the one letter. and. Yeah. It, um, but, yeah, they did tell us that, I guess he had started talking about this back in August. He mm-hmm. gave a speech. So it shouldn't come as a total surprise. Mm-hmm. But I guess they just didn't think he would really go through with it. So that's why, you know, you see the media start to
0: bustle yeah and then and then we get a a quick um cut to uh venta's restaurant where she explains that she has no money to pay um I do not care about this no, plot. We, or not, this we don't <laughs> care at all. I
2: just don't like her oh, as a yeah,
0: person. So can you tell talk yes. a little bit about the the actors here? Because as someone who doesn't normally watch Norwegian television, I don't these are all <laughs> these are I don't know any of these people. I don't recognize any of them. Are these like big actors in Norway? Are they
2: So the girl who plays mm-hmm. Bent, the lady who owns the restaurant? Mm-hmm. She's famous. She's a big actress. She's mm-hmm. in a bunch of stuff. Um, Henrik that who plays the prime minister, is also fairly famous. But the other ones, as far as I know, are pretty fresh mm-hmm. and are pretty new to the scene, which is which is good because we don't have that many actors <laughs> in my country. So we could have very easily ended up with the same seven that we use for everything else yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, in who's the, show. the Who's the
0: one I, I know from uh, oh, Ximena's... Go-
2: yeah, he's in Max Manus. He's in the Martian. I love that. Um, he's a German in the did Martian. Did you see The Martian? I haven't yet. Oh
0: he I plays know. he plays uh, like the German guy in the in the Martian. I can't believe I'm forgetting his name. But um he uh, he's in real life he's very short. So <laughs> but in the Martian, apparently like he they make him look like he's tall because he's always he must be standing oh. on a box because he's next to <laughs> Jessica Chastain and like towering over her. But <laughs> so that was a little thing I thought was funny. Um so uh, we so then we get to the actual kidnapping scene. So Yuvik escorts um, the Prime Minister um, out towards the helicopter. Uh, Thomas is following them, pressuring them um, to to, to talk to the Prime Minister. Uh, They walk up to the helicopter um, and uh, (laughs) open the door and bah like Ah. men in ski masks popping out and this (laughs) always made me immediately think, why are there only two bodyguards? I I know. I maybe this is someone who just thinks about like the U.S. America, Secret Service. yeah. Where like,
1: they uh, do the formation, formation the like little and diamond, the house right? Yeah.
0: So I don't know. Does that sound? Does that sound plausible? That that there are only be two. Is?
2: Absolutely. Really? <laughs> oh yes. There. I I would be surprised if he had more than two. Really? Yeah. I still remember stories about our former prime minister, who's now the head of NATO, yes okay. Stoltenberg. Um there were stories about him, you know, biking to work, by himself, just along. Biking. Yeah, and and people very would normal. like mm-hmm. wave at him and say, Aww. "Hey, Jens, and yeah, roll down the windows of their cars and let their kids say hi That's to the prime nice. minister. And it's it's, yeah. yeah, it's a very cute
0: country. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing uh, before um, I don't want to pass by is did you uh, you notice Yuvik um, had a moment where he's looking at a kid on a bike. Yeah, what
1: was that? Ass- he's nervous. The car was gonna hit. us. Yeah. I
0: assume that there was a, there's a scene where Yuvik is looking out at the window, and um, one of the uh, the camera crew, like cars, uh, vans, is mm-hmm. backing up, and there's a kid riding around on a bike. Why is there a kid riding around a bike there? I don't know. Yeah. But um, backing up, and he's staring. I guess think worrying about this kid. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know if that was did you you took that as more like establishing his worry, or is that something like he had something from his past, like a kid got.
1: I mean, I took that as this is just a guy who's super observant and by the nature of his job is always going to be a little nervous. Uh-huh. Like, even in the morning when he goes out to do the recycling and his little daughter yeah. jumps out at him yeah. and says, Boo, yeah. which is different in Norwegian. Yeah. Apparently you <laughs> don't say boo in Norwegian. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think we're just supposed to know that that's part of his job and his character. Okay. Yeah, I guess it could be. I thought, because my thought was something. like, oh, I think
0: yeah. maybe they'll come back to this with something. I thought Some sort of trauma there? Yeah, or yeah, maybe,
2: maybe he lost something. Yeah. But wait. <laughs> this, might be, this might be going too far, but when they find the guards that yes. were all tied, they're tied up in a white, yes. white van. It was in
0: a different van. I think oh. they establish it when they oh. drive in. There's a scene before that that car, the, the car, the van that um, it's driving up to the helicopter, I remember it's Thomas is there talking to one, the other bodyguard, there's two bodyguards, it's Yuvik and this other guy, who the mm-hmm. other guy who ends up holding um, Thomas wet when Yuvik gets into the, the right, police yeah. car and drives off and i think that we see that car that van it's a police van cuz pull a tee on it tea. so um mm. pulling up to um to the helicopter so i assume the russians are are camped out in there yes which okay which gets <laughs> the russians i have it in my notes here damn the russians act quickly so <laughs> i am confused about the timeline of this so mm. so um Jesper Berg, when did he announce fully that the Norwegians are stopping oil production? Because they talk mm-hmm. about it in the exposition scene from the BBC. He said
1: last fall he was last talking fall. about it. And this is April. And
0: this is the, uh, uh, is this, like, official? Yeah, like, this is the, I think the he moment. ran yeah. on it. Yeah, ran on and but now this is becoming, like, actual...
2: Not just a campaign promise. Something that that, that yeah, they're actually
0: yeah. doing it. Because later we cut to um the oil rigs and it looks like nothing's being done on those there's like two well yeah
2: yeah but i i was yeah. under the impression that they'd already stopped the oil that's what long I before he was at a thorium mm. plant. Oh, okay. that's why the europeans were uh-huh. talking about how we are already under distress we are mm. already you know we we can't fuel our economy sure. because there's no oil coming from norway anymore
0: how much of your oil goes to europe most of it. Most of it? Yeah, we but use... But it's not... How big is that as far as of European consumption? Because I know the...
2: Yeah, it's not... You know, we're a small country, mm-hmm. but it's a fair amount. It's actually interesting because Norway doesn't use much of its own oil mm-hmm. at all. Because we're we all hydropower. Yeah, so we just kind of... Nice. Send it on. Send it
0: on. So, so, I, so I'm like trying to think from the perspective of the Russians. Like, they are yeah. sitting somewhere. Putin is waiting. <laughs> Presumably Putin, who will live forever, um, is they're, like, ready to, like, give the green light to these guys to come in. And just is just waiting for the announcement of the speech, and that's how they, they yank them. Fine. Okay. I'm...
1: Yeah, I don't think it's... Uh, I don't think we can get any better than that, because I don't think the show gives us any better mm-hmm. than that.
0: But, yeah. So, yeah, that kind of, like, gave... As far as plausibility goes, I'm, I guess... I mean, we have to get to the point to get... The, they're establishing the premise of the show, so that we're just kind of trying to move yeah. as quickly to it as, as, uh, as possible. <laughs> so, um... We uh, we see um, Prime Minister gets kidnapped. Everybody starts to to panic. Yuvik gets in the in the police car and chases after him. Thomas um, snaps a quick picture of basically of the, the helicopter. helicopter. And That's not it, not yeah. much. Um then we cut to another character we haven't talked to now, um, which I have been told is pronounced Venke.
2: Yes, very good. Because
0: as opposed to not wench, wench.
2: <laughs> it's not wench. It's definitely Venke. So
0: this was one thing that was. Um, uh, she, there's a lot of writing. She's, she starts out at a, at a doctor's office, so assuming some kind of medical diagnosis, the, the doctor yeah. tells her to avoid stress,
2: just <laughs> knowing <Yeah>. what's
0: coming. <laughs> um, but um, what was... I, I couldn't, obviously. There was no subtitles for what it said on the paper. So, Gera, were you yeah, able to you read that? Oh, it's
2: just a notice for her employer that she needs sick leave for two weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all it
0: says. Okay, but it doesn't say why or anything?
2: No. Okay. Not
1: that I picked up on. Mm-hmm. we can say Wenka is the chief of the Norwegian.
0: PST, I think she's head yeah, of. Yeah, so okay. PST is the um, police security service. Yeah.
2: Police intelligence. We, police intelligence.
0: So it's. Um, it, I mean, What's the FBI? Yeah. It'd yeah, yeah, be yeah, the rough equivalent. They're the domestic okay. intelligence and security service. So yeah, they're, they're the FBI. So she's the head of that. Girl power. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, there were so just, many women in this situation room. Right? Oh,
0: good. Yeah, are, go Which Norway. is actually probably a very that accurate pretty true. Our yeah. prime
2: Ministers female right mm-hmm. now. Mm. So, I'll we'll leave that for a second. <laughs> um,
0: so she gets uh, quickly uh, briefed on that and they go into their the the secure room, the their their situation room um I like taking the phones out and everything going in very accurate portrayal um, <laughs> and so they get and start explaining and n- to me man this does not make the norwegian government no, look good no god y'all look have, so
1: scared,
0: they're scared. <laughs> they have they're like no what
1: do we do in charge of Well, that's later, but yeah. yeah.
0: But they come in, and they're, because I'm just, i think thinking about, like, from, all, I, I've been trained from all the American movies where this is always a plot. And, and we look like badass like, in that we, plot. Like, like we, like, we you look know, good. know what's happening. <laughs> like, Air Force One, like, we got a listen. Oh, yeah, yeah, but um <laughs> I feel like they're just like, this is crazy. I have no idea what's going on.
2: Everyone's terrified. Yes, it's completely plausible. They haven't right. also bad because it just <laughs> looks think.
0: like no one, they're like, we have no idea who has taken... Like, yes. <laughs> no information. It could be anyone. It
2: um, could be the Sweets.
0: <laughs> the Sweets. And the... Uh, We're well, going we, to we are gonna okay, get to that. And I think, is that when they get they get on the phone with Yupik who is in hot pursuit? Yeah. And, and she's
1: like, Yupik, talk to me. Talk to me. And he's, uh, he's like, I'm busy right now. Busy. I'm trying to get the Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's all busy doing his yeah. Jack Bauer thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My question, and I don't know... I know what your question's going to be. The King? Oh, never mind. first, I want where is the King? I wanted to know cuz Norway is a is a kingdom and has a very <laughs> no, what's his name the king Harald her, her, Håkon something like that Harald Harald her, Harald yes. so I assumed that he would even be playing a much bigger role in an actual, no. No. no no I mean I know he doesn't I know no. he doesn't have actual power <laughs> but I mean more from like like We'll get into this about my feelings if, if the Russians came and occupied my country, but I don't want the king out there waving a flag, being like, no, we will not stand for this. We will, like, some kind of big speech.
2: How was that Norwegian accent, I take, don't make fun of me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not, the king, you know, God bless his heart, he's great and everything, but he has no power, he has no influence, he just, he's a figurehead, and he's really, really yeah. good at that. But, but they're not, <laughs> yeah. he's not, he's not helpful right now. Who
0: is helpful in this situation, though? As America the Americans. would be, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But,
1: If you just stayed in NATO. Uh, well, sorry, we don't need you. We're but, self-sufficient yes. energy, right? Yeah.
0: And then, um, and so I'm so trying to think what else happened. So the, the Ministry of Defense is the one telling about we need to put planes in the air and start yeah, yeah. Flying, And, yeah, and that's... Like,
1: the, go into what we've practiced to yes, do, yeah.
0: Who is, and then, and... You know, he can't talk. I, I think later once they actually pull, um, they, they retrieve um, Jesper. He's the one who, like, shuts down the, hangs up on him. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, makes him look kind of like a jerk. Because I feel like we're supposed to, we've already seen Jesper and Yubik and, uh, for for a bit. So we're supposed to think they're, they're the good guys. But I, I was thinking, that's not a secure line. I'm guessing. I
1: thought, right? that's what I thought your question yes, was going to uh, be earlier. Like, I'm it's not a secure sure line. No. I'm,
0: I'm pretty sure that he's the one trying to follow the rules. So I was actually on his yeah. side. Um, well,
1: then they have that interaction later, and she's like, do you have a good reason for hanging up on me? And he's like, the prime minister told me to, and she's like, okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we also, we cut to Thomas, who is, um, gets back to his office talking to his editor. I remember, Giro, you had a comment about how the office looked. Oh, <laughs> it's,
2: it's spot on. <laughs> I, it, just, it? it just looks like every editorial room it, of a like a small-ish left-leaning <laughs> newspaper in Norway. <laughs> <laughs> it it just looks like mm-hmm. nobody's touched a thing since the seventies, um, and there's just really old coffee mugs, half mm-hmm. of them with coffee, the other half with whiskey, mm-hmm. everywhere.
0: So then we see Yuvik, uh, We come back to Yuvik chasing the helicopter. He finds it, um, books around a corner, and actually gets uh, finds Jesper, and um, runs up to him. And I one of the I love that he calls him by his first name. Does <laughs> he? Yeah. I didn't <laughs> he notice like, that. Like, Jesper. Jesper, are you okay? Which, yeah, like Barry.
2: <laughs> but that's again completely plausible. Do you think? Like... Yes, if I met the current prime minister of Norway tomorrow, I would say, "Hey, Arna," and call her by her first name. What, what yeah. about that?
0: And back to my, my obsession with the king. What would you call the king?
2: No, the king. I would say His Majesty. Your Majesty. Majesty. Oh, your yeah. Majesty. yeah. Oh. But so the flat structure <laughs> only goes so far. But there's really only it's when it's when you get to the royal family that you mm. care about care about that. But everything else, yeah. First-name basis with, with oh. everyone. I never called all my teachers in school, my mm-hmm. friends' parents, all that. Never Mr. or Mrs. Us. Mm-hmm. very. I was very rude when I first came to America, I think. Oh, I what? Yes, because I, I had no respect for my elders. Mm-hmm. just called everyone by their first name.
0: Um, we see a flashback on to the helicopter to see what actually Jesper um, went through. And so this is the moment I, uh, that you get the big reveal. And... Um, and when they're, when they're talking, the, the guys in the ski mask are holding up the iPad um, so he can Skype with them. And, um, mm-hmm. and we see that, it, that the EU is working with the Russians and how...
2: You got very upset about that. I was very
0: <laughs> upset <laughs> Yeah. For, for many reasons. I, I guess we're accepting this as far as the plausibility... Of the show goes, and I, I I mean, we'll talk more about this at the end, about how much we think this is a departure book, what could actually potentially happen, but, um, by far, I mean, I actually got a little bit stressed out in that scene, like, see, the guys in the ski masks and Mm them speaking Russian to each other, um, like, I, I was, I was getting pretty amped by that scene, um, I don't know how you guys felt about it, but, um, the the big reveal that that comes is and I it's love it's I love so beautiful. when they're saying like I when he's saying I demand to speak I'm, I'm democratically elected I demand yeah, to speak yeah. to someone and they have and that woman slides into <laughs> just slides on. into, into really, the screen like, it looks <laughs> like they're in wagon. someone's office and she just slides into, into the, the frame Skype, yeah. but the music cue is like <gasps> like even more because they previously mentioned they kind of dropped that it's the Russians um. Kind of nonchalantly, he Jesper just when he's on the phone, yeah, um, talking back to the Situation Room, says it's the Russians. Yeah. Um,
1: and then they ask him, yeah, well, Russia as a country, country so they uh, like yeah. confirm, yeah. yeah.
0: And um, because that, oh, another thing we mentioned is yeah, that when the helicopters are, are landing and they're seizing the oil platforms, so the and the Situation Room, they're they're starting to put together that this is like a combined effort. Um, but yeah, when when the, the Swedes like and, she just the, comes and to is kind of funny because that's like I don't get that like bum, bum, bum. I don't think Sweden uh, so I don't know if, <laughs> you know if you can talk about the relationship yeah. or is that is it cuz you guys are so close it's it's, a, it's the sense that
2: you guys who are our brothers yeah. are yeah, stabbing us. us in the back uh, and going with the with the Europeans on this mm-hmm. like we have a long history with the Swedes and and it's you know kind of a kind of a Big Brother little brother relationship. Sure. but we are very close and then and then they embedden us for this. So that got me really upset mm-hmm. more so than the Russians. <laughs> I expect she's that from that, the it's Russians.
0: That cue. it's that you <laughs>
2: And then it's heartbreaking
1: too because he's like, Marie, they're armed and he's like angling the camera. And he really thinks that she's she's like you loved me once. like come for me and yeah. it's really it's Having, not yeah. it's not working for him. she's she's got a real stone cold face mm-hmm. on there, yeah.
0: And then, so, he makes, uh, they, they pressure him into making a deal accepting. So, the, the, what they're saying is the, the, they want Norway to restart their oil production and that the Russians have generously, kindly, kindly offered to help it, yeah. them at gunpoint, um, <laughs> restart their oil production to help satisfy the European mm-hmm. needs, who, um, who they really, saying that they really need it for, for their own energy crisis, and, um. And so they're pressuring Jesper to, to make a decision. He never actually says. He tries to bolt. Does he
1: kind of nod? He
0: kind of, Yeah, I, yeah. I, I got that. He never explicitly says it, though. But, yeah. I mean, we they later see. They seem to feel late, comfortable. Yeah, we later see. And, yeah. then, and then he tries to make a bolt for it when they see the, the man, man walking with the woods, in his dog. And they yeah. shoot him. him I, I was shoot.
1: worried about the dog.
0: Were you? I
1: was, because they shot the man. I was like, no, he's all alone <laughs> without his owner in the woods. Sorry. I always worry about the dogs. There's, but yes, they shoot the man, mm-hmm. and then they, yeah, that seems to really shake him up a little bit. Um, there's,
0: I know there's a scene that Giro likes when Jesper, he, he comes in, he, and he's walking, and everyone is coming out of the situation room. Oh,
2: yeah, and those two army guys are coming out, mm-hmm. and the prime minister stops them and says, do we have planes in the air right now? Yeah. And they say, yes, we do. And he just turns to them and goes... All right, come back with me. And he says it in a way, and I know it's only because I can hear it in Norwegian. Mm -hmm. It cracks me up every time. It's, uh, and I can't explain why, but I've watched that scene maybe six times now, Mm -hmm. and it's as funny every time, because it's just, it just shows, you know, how politicians and big important people are just... People. Mm-hmm. He's like, no, all right, back in the room. Everyone, <laughs> everyone, back in the room. Course, nope. No, yeah. try again.
0: And and while he's at the uh, back at the government office, he, we get the introduction of the Russian ambassador.
2: Oh, right. in the stilettos. She's oh, no, yeah. right.
0: She's very menacing. I don't know if it's her frame, her body frame, because she's very small arms and very like her movement is very robotic. <laughs> it reminded me of of uh, Claire Underwood on yeah, House of Cards. Very like deliberate and patrician exactly yeah. and and her movements when she comes in and shakes his hand is and so diplomatically says like i look forward to, to a, our closer, closer relationship girl, to be working yeah. closer and uh, i can just feel oh like,
2: yeah
0: oh these, these the russians <laughs> that's uh <laughs> that the, that really just got to me and um and later on we see yes where he goes on and announces to the the russian assistants and we get a couple of shots of everybody um um, you know, listening to the news we see in, in Bentha's um, restaurants. Thomas is there working because mm-hmm. they've lost all all the um, staff the staff and they're listening to it on the radio and everybody I, that's actually a shot I really liked is he's so he's listening to it and she comes and tells him to to cut it off but a, and it has a, a brief cut to all the people really quietly listening yeah. with someone, one guy's his head is slightly turned listening. So to the news, which I, I guess I, I don't know if people really understand what's about to happen and that's why they're listening. I think they
1: clearly don't. Yeah. Because I, I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. at, in the last scene when we have Duke and his wife, and his wife is theoretically smart, right? She's a judge. You yeah. see her at work.
0: Oh, that's a scene we see. And,
1: oh, yeah, we got to do that. And then she comes back, and she's like, see, no war. Just, mm-hmm. and then, but what the prime minister has announced is, this might seem strange. You will see an increased Russian presence in our country. <laughs> and, you know, she's just like, see, it's all good. You, Vic, you
0: worry too much. Sure. And
1: you're kind of like, all right. But
0: when he calls her, because it's her first day, I guess it's her first day as a judge. First day as a judge, her, And yeah. he's like, go home and pick up.
2: Pick up Andrea and go home, Yeah. <laughs> And I, she bugged me at that at <laughs> that scene I'm like you know what your husband does, does for a like, I had the same thought you, like, you go pick up your child and you go to your mother like he tells you like seriously yeah. do not
0: question the, 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 the him works in, in national security might want to yeah and making him spell out like a war's coming
2: well, I, I can't, can't you see any, any tanks yeah. in yeah, She, does. From she my looks out window, the window and I'm kind of no, like
1: you're gonna see girl
0: but yeah. um, the, and then the last scene is it's you Vic at, at McDonald's I love that. At uh, McDonald's. And I actually like that last moment after he's sitting with his family and slowly like looking at because he's the only one who really knows what's, can, how, what's about yeah. to happen. We get the, the shots of everybody and just thinking like, oh, all of this craziness is about to come. The, their world is about to change. Um, and that's how the first episode ends. So um, I wanted to talk about a couple things. Um, the first and the thing I was most um, wrestling with the most was what would you have done if you were in Jesper's position so the taking that premise that you you get an you hear that the russians are essentially invading they're they're going to come into your country and they you don't you you cannot win you have no support yeah. nato is not there the us is not going to come and your closest you know partners in europe has
1: abandoned you has yeah.
0: abandoned you do you because the military was, was more pushing like we need to put planes in the air we have to try to yeah, do yeah. something and he, he says it's it's just a lost cause there's no one to. he specifically says like who are we going to wait uh-huh. for so I'm curious would you have accepted his deal or would you be we're going my initial thought my initial thought was <laughs> yes, I was like let's blow up we're gonna blow up our own bridges we're starting oh. an insurgency <laughs> I want to take him down that okay. was my initial like obviously these these are troops and soldiers uh-huh. coming in here like we can't we can't You can't let that happen. But the more I tried to think about it. (laughs) So, the again, as we established, you have no one to turn to. And all of Norway's oil is offshore. Mm -hmm. There's nothing Mm -hmm. actually. And so the Russians could easily just sail in and take all those platforms and never have any presence really in the country if they wanted to. And... So they're going to annex and take it away from you anyway, so, uh, which would make really look horrible for you. but also um, the, the, the worst case scenario of this is oil production returns to what it was a year ago. Yes. So is it worth is it worth on principle? because this really to me is the principle if another country is coming in and trying to take you, Is it worth um, trying to put up a fight that you know you will not win against? Uh, for against a country you will lose against and um, pro- projecting out to neutral countries who don't care about you anymore that mm-hmm. previously were your allies where you know nothing is going to happen um, and have all those people die for... for It'd be one thing if they were, like, occupying and seizing the country permanently, yeah. but they're just going to start producing oil, mm-hmm. which you, you were making money off of. Because that's the other thing I was thinking, is that inside Norway, I imagine a bunch of people... Probably if, are opposed, if, right? Uh, probably opposed, because uh, yeah, that oil is such yeah. a massive part of the economy in Norway... That
2: it's half of the a, economy. A
0: lot of people who have jobs, if all of a sudden we yeah. cease all oil production, there's a lot of people who probably really, they're, they're getting fired, so maybe they're okay with the Russians. Well, and
1: he says that in his speech, mm-hmm. you know, all you'll notice is Russians on my country, and <laughs> like and a, an, an uptick. uptick an yeah. uptick, yeah. In the economy. In the economy, the economy
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought... I thought he was reasonable. I didn't have <laughs> I didn't have as violent of a reaction. As I <laughs> um yeah. Jack was Jack was very close to throwing things at the TV <laughs>
0: I, was shake, I I had my arms full of shaking just like ah, the Russians. Someone started shooting someone. I think
2: you got yeah. to fault him more for
1: announcing this plan mm-hmm. and clearly not yeah. anticipating anything that was going to happen after. Yeah. And I mean, because you hear him earlier in the episode, and he says, oh, we'll call him after the speech. Yeah. Yeah. Like, They'll thank us. They'll yeah. thank us later. Well, and then he alludes to, at one point, opinion polls in mm-hmm. the EU. And the idea that yeah. it seems like, on some level, he thinks he might have some support. Mm-hmm. I mean, clearly he, <laughs> he was wrong about that. Yeah. But he says to Thomas, the reporter, you know, check their opinion polls. They'll mm-hmm. be with me.
0: Um, I mean, what is the overall feasibility of this? Uh, I, 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 one of the things we've talked about is how realistic this could possibly be. Um, uh, n- not to go into future episodes, because we've seen the first three, as we've yeah. said. Um, this is the craziest one, but I think they start kind of with an illogical premise, and they try to make it a little bit more plausible as they move around mm-hmm. um, with it, because I, I, I wonder... Because the, uh, the EU is totally in on this. Yeah, how much yeah. you could keep that secret that or go to each of these countries and yeah. tell, like, how things, how bad things would have to be and how well they would have to keep a massive secret amongst all the nations. In galvanizing that
1: support, how mm-hmm. would it not? Yeah. Like, I did a Russian
0: guy walk in and be like, hey, we have a plan. Can you all get together and yeah. see if you're okay with us rolling in? Um I'd, I'm willing to let it go for the just yeah. for the sake of the premise because now we've established the show because we all knew this in um, you know the promotional material for the mm-hmm. show. This, this is how they sold it as a Russian occupation. We have to quickly get through that get to through move the, on uh, yeah. um, But other than that, what did we think of what did you think of the first episode? What are you excited about it? Do you think it was well executed? What are your criticisms all of that
1: Yeah, I think when they're expecting you to buy into mm-hmm. those four premises that they state right up front, mm-hmm. You're kind of like, all right, I'm willing to do that mm-hmm. if this is super entertaining. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't know if this episode quite meets that threshold. But they're yep. establishing things, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of, like, interested enough to see how they do this mm-hmm. that I'm willing to give them some time. I think the other feasibility issue for me is, so they say the U.S. is self-sufficient in energy. Would that be enough for the U.S. to then withdraw from NATO? Like, would uh-huh. that be enough for them to say?
0: Yeah, like, yeah, Linking those two things mm-hmm. together.
1: Um but I'm willing to give it some more time. Do you I think other
0: countries? Because um, I don't know enough about this. Do you think other countries will become involved in the show, or it'll stay pretty tight on Norway, Norway and Russia, or?
2: Will the Americans? The, I yeah. Don't I, don't I, don't I, I, I,
0: mm, I don't know. I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt. I'm sure it'll. I'm, it seems, it, it actually might. It would more. probably be more interesting, like from if we if we look at because there's there's two parts of the show is the larger kind of strategic narrative mm-hmm. yeah. about Russia occupying and then there's going to be um, the human stories that are within it and yeah. how and that's what I think they're setting up Benta for like in her restaurant mm-hmm. is yeah. is um, to show more you know on a personal level how these people are going to be interacting with a new Russian presence and we'll have Yupik for more of how um, this is at an international level yeah. and, and what is happening you know between nation states so I'm looking forward to seeing where that goes um uh, I'm curious also who what you thought. Who's your favorite character? Any um, yeah. characters you liked or didn't like? I know how Giro feels about <laughs>
2: I Yeah, so I love Anadol Tocht, the actress. Mm-hmm. But I hate this character. Mm. I just think she's so... Wooden? Cold. Really? And, yeah. And, like, the way she talks to her kids. And it's just mm. very, yeah. It didn't bother me that much. She was under a lot of stress yes. at the restaurant, right? Yeah, but I'm like, smile to your husband every once in a while, you know. Just give him a little something to come home to. Um, How about you, Sam? I
1: don't think I have a favorite. I feel like they're not giving me a lot of emotion. And I don't, is that cultural? Like, they they seem reserved. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's fair. That's that's (laughs) That sounds about right. So it might take me more time to warm up to them. Yeah. As it would for them to me. (laughs) Um, No, I don't have a favorite. Do you have a favorite, Jack?
0: I like UVD because he runs around with a gun and gets to do all the Jackass uh, stuff. But that's such a like cliche kind of thing. I think I don't. I like I like his facial expressions. He looks kind of overwhelmed in a lot.
2: Constantly. Yeah,
0: because which I appreciate him. Yeah. I appreciate not seeing. I'm. I'm. I really hope he doesn't become some super badass guy. Yeah, doing everything. I agree. because um, yeah. I, I. know you can see on some of the art, there's like him with his weapon drawn, and so I'm. I'm hoping it's not going to be a Jack Bauer. A Jack Bauer where yeah. he's always right. Like I, I, I. I'm. I'm curious to see if they make a character who is kind of a little bit more out of his depth, um, I think, with American TV, because as we were talking before, we, we portray the government as, like, planning for these kind of security mm-hmm. situations. And one thing that's really interesting is seeing Norway, a much smaller country, who is just not equipped, and, like, why would it be to handle these kind of massive um, security issues and, and to see how these kind of normal people... Um, interact with with very extraordinary situations.
1: I guess what I didn't believe is that the the basics wouldn't be in place. They didn't even know who was yeah. in charge at the prime. Like mm-hmm. I imagine every country has some sort of like mm-hmm. succession. They didn't. Do you remember that scene? And they're in the sit yeah. room. Yeah. They're kind of like, who's
2: in charge now? Mm-hmm. When the prime minister's not. When they when they don't present. have him. Yeah. Well, at that point, is it that he's not physically present? Is that the that's issue, or even, they don't know where he? That's is, even so? when that when they've. Located, located him, located him mm-hmm. but they think mm-hmm. he but could they, be underdressed. Yeah, and they yeah. say he's not physically present. He doesn't have authority to do anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think they say at some point that um, if the prime minister is not there, then it's the minister of foreign affairs mm-hmm. that that it goes to. Yeah. But the problem is that in Norway, it's not, and you kind of get the sense as well from from the prime minister, they make a collective decision. The prime minister okay. is the head of the government, but the cabinet is all there, and they all get a say, and that's why he's actually talking to them and trying to convince them okay. in the sit room instead of just saying, screw you guys on the prime minister's mm-hmm. side, get to decide, yeah. mm-hmm. um, which is, but I agreed. I, I thought it was a little interesting that... Yeah, they... there was some but again, I, it's very plausible to me that <laughs> that we just don't that they wouldn't have thought of that. Mm-hmm. That it's kind of like, oh, this is a scenario. I had another question for you. Do you think is this Jesper Jasper? Mm-hmm. Ugh, whatever. Prime Minister Berg <laughs> is he based on anybody? Do you think? I think he looks a lot like Jens Stoltenberg, our prior the, the guy who was prime minister before our current one, and the guy who's now head of NATO. Okay. He kind of has the same way of speaking, um, and they don't look all that different either. <laughs> well, everyone in Norway looks the same, but... Um, Norway. He, no, it is, though. Everyone's... I mean, blonde <laughs> and blue-eyed, yeah. you know? It's, yeah. That'll get you far. Um, and so it's... I think, I think they might have portrayed him on him. Yeah. A fair amount, yeah. Interesting.
0: All right, any final thoughts on the episode? Things we're looking forward to... Seeing things we hope it goes to. Fiction.
2: I hope they just drop
1: the restaurant plot.
0: <laughs> you...
1: Or they just make her much more interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One or the other.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm looking more forward to seeing how what the Russian presence looks like. So yeah, um again, not to spoil anything, but I uh, the um the portrayal of Russians in country, um in Norway, um was very different that than I thought it would be. And so same, mm-hmm. you'll be seeing this when you watch the, mm-hmm. the second or third episode, but um um, I, I, I think in some of the promotional material I've seen for the show they talk about how it's a silk glove invasion and mm. a very light light footprint and actually that surprised me and um, ultimately made me appreciate um, or uh, give a pass to more of the stuff I sure. saw in the first episode because this is where a lot of kind of logical um, leaps are taken um, that, that the premise you know where we have to just accept the premise and um, what they do in the, the next ones I, I think um, help uh, grounded a little bit more in reality that, that make it um, really interesting for me so I'm really looking forward to doing episode I hope you guys will be up and we'll do another podcast on this <laughs> um, anybody listening if you want to write into us again our email address is occupied podcast all one word at gmail.com and we'll uh, we'll see you again for episode two now, I'll tell
2: you how this I
0: want to see the western ocean painted black and gold. Welcome. Oh, oh,